pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 291. Today I'm going to chat with Ashley Jones, discuss the latest on the fight against the bump stock rule, and highlight a new pistol from Glock. I am your host, Ava Flannell. Ashley, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing so good. You're so doing good. Now happy that, to be here. Now that you got your coffee from some random bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was driving around trying to find some coffee in San Antonio and, uh, you know, I went to like five different places and they were all just like in shambles. So I was going to walk in there, but apparently I was meant to go to this, uh, built out bus that, you know, was made into a little coffee shop out in the rain. And the guy was super nice. He was so cool and the coffee was pretty good. So I'm happy. Cool. Yeah. So win, win. Yes. All right. So before we get into the show and talk about everything that you do, I'm going to talk about Smith & Wesson real quick. I don't know if you've had a chance to check out their new FPC, which stands for Folding Pistol Carbine, but it's chambered in 9mm. It's 16 and a half inches folded. It folds to the side, which is great because then you can keep your optics on it and it stays mounted. It comes with three MP mags. One is a 17 round mag and then the other two are 23 rounds. And there's also storage for the two mags in the butt stock. And I did a review on this. So if you guys want to check it out, just go to my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com forward slash Ava Flannel. It has M-Lock 4-in for accessories and full-length top rail. The barrel's threaded so that you can suppress it, which I'm pretty excited to do. MSRP is only $659, which is pretty great for that gun. If you want to find out more, head on over to smith-wesson.com. All right, so Ashley, for those who don't know you, so your Grantham's wife, <laughs> but yeah. I was even saying before this, I was like, we need a different title for you. You can't just be like, oh, Grantham's wife. Like, no, you are Ashley Jones. I am. <laughs> like, you're so much more than that. But so basically, we met a few years back and we hit it off right away. It was that shot show. You were pregnant. <laughs> Mike yeah, just Mike just pregnant. left me with you. And I was like, what do I do with this pregnant woman who's about to burst? You know? <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was a wild, wild time. Yeah. And I just talked your ear off because I was so excited to finally meet, you know, a, a substantial woman in the gun industry, you know, and oh, stop. Being at SHOT Show, there's just, it's like a testosterone fest. You yeah, know? So just, that's so true. Yeah. And you just being a woman in there, you just want to get out. You want to go shopping, you want to do whatever. But, you know, yeah, I was six months pregnant at SHOT Show and you know, how, how big is the shot show floor? That's a good question. I don't know. I know that people average about 10 miles a day, typically when they're walking the floor. Yeah. Cause it's like a million square feet. Yeah. Like seriously, it's huge. Yeah. So Mike and I are just like, you know, I'm pregnant. Mike and I are, and this is my second time being pregnant at a shot show. Mike and I are walking the whole entire floor, going from meeting to meeting. People are stopping us and, uh, you know, we've got smiles on the whole time and, you know, I wore comfortable shoes, but 
it is a lot. So mm-hmm. when I first met you, I did talk your ear off and I was like, oh man, Ava's going to think I'm so crazy. No, I didn't at all. I actually thought you were really down to earth. I liked you a lot. And I was like, okay, Mike, you got a good one. Like, good for you. Aww, um, thank you. But anyways, we recently got to spend more time together and I got to know you even more at the Sig Sour Rose Retreat. And before we talk about the retreat, though, I kind of want to go back just a few steps and just talk about, you know, some of the stuff that you've done so far in your career. And I don't want to, like, discredit Mike by any means, Mike Grantham. But I would say, I mean, you he probably has you to thank for a lot of his success, because even just talking to you just, you know, two weeks ago or was it a week ago? I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> my days are all blending. But yeah. when you first got married, he didn't even have a business license, right? Uh, Yeah, no, he he didn't. He <laughs> was running as a sole proprietorship, which is not, you know, super tax friendly for us. And especially with how big he was getting so fast. And, you know, I coming into this marriage and, you know, I, I was in love and like, and I still am, I'm completely and utterly in love with him, but I, you know, we moved in together and, you know, looking at the finances and stuff and it literally stressed me out so much <laughs> because I knew that it wasn't really set up properly and that we couldn't continue that way. And I grew up, you know, well, to be honest, we grew up poor and I've never really had to deal with money like that before. So I was like, okay, well, I know that it's not set up correctly and I don't know how to set it up correctly, but I'm going to figure it out. And so I just contacted the right people and, you know, they were like, okay, well, he needs a business license and we need to be set up as an S corp and, and da, 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 and all these things. And at first I tried to have Mike do it, you know, because it was his company, but I think as time went on, we just kind of figured out, okay, well, Mike's good at, Mike's good at this and I'm good at this. And so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take lead on the things that I can take lead on and and help with the business. And that opened himself up to do all the creative stuff and to, you know, keep doing all the research that he puts into these videos instead of, you know, having to do all these, like, um, these tasks that he's not good at and Mm -hmm. he doesn't like and, I don't really like them either, but you know, somebody had to do them and I had the brain power to do it. So I, I just did it and turned into, you know, when we got the business license and stuff, you know, we just decided, okay, well, you know, if we're going to do life together, we're going to do everything together. So, you know, we both own the business and, you know, we're on all of our, our mortgages together. And like, literally we don't make a decision without one another. So, um, Mm -hmm. I feel like we are a good team, you know, business-wise and I fill the gaps for him and he fills the gaps for me where, you know, if I'm not good at something, you know, he is and if yeah. he's not good at something, I can figure it out, you know. So, we just we yeah. just tackle all of our problems that way and so, yep. Absolutely. <laughs> you guys, you actually remind me a, a lot of like my parents. So, my dad was always like the face of the business and he'd come up with some of the ideas and then my mom was like the back end. She was kind of the backbone and the brains of the operation and always made it happen. And yeah. they were like so in love with each other and everyone used to say like yeah. it was just crazy because like you know, the fact that they work together every day, like in the same building, they live together and they never fought. And yeah. even growing up, I just remember thinking like, man, I'm so lucky because not only are my parents not divorced, like every 
like all of my other friends, they all, all of their parents were divorced. But I also, you know, grew up in a very like loving family where there was no fighting. Like there was like maybe like a few fights that I kind of remember, like they'd kind of just like, you know, maybe snap or something like a little bit, like just say something, but it never lasted more than like an hour. It was really weird. And I could only hope to have a relationship like that one day. Yeah. You know, and I, I think too, like, you know, in every sort of business, if there's like a great idea, you know, that person, nobody's good at everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's always got to be the idea person, the creative person who's, you know, just, and the dreamer. Right. Yeah. And, you know, Mike's very driven and, and is, he lives a very fast paced persona and lifestyle. And so sometimes it feels like it's hard to keep up with him, but, you know, we, we try to make everything, uh, doable and, you know, we, put our goals together. And we, you know, I think within like the first four years of our marriage, you know, we had this list of goals that we wanted to achieve from the very beginning of our marriage. And we've uh, achieved them all, which is like, including like buying land and, and having a range and, you know, starting onward research and, you know, yeah. diversifying our revenue streams and, and having kids and just being good parents and all the things and traveling. And, you know, so we've got a lot going on, but yeah. The one thing that I can say about Mike and I is, you know, that we're, we're a solid team and I never, ever, ever thought that I would, I would own a business, let alone be a business partner with my husband, let alone have a husband like Mike. Mm-hmm. Like I never, I never even imagined that somebody like Mike existed and that he was so perfect for me. You know, he's not a perfect human being. Uh, Like I said, he's not good at everything, but he's definitely perfect for me. And, you know, I have three brothers and I had a dad and, you know, a mom and all of those people love him. And, uh, you know, I just couldn't imagine doing any of this with anyone else. And the nice thing is that I admire about him so much is that he has dreams and he has goals and, uh, you know, our dreams aren't exactly the same. Like I am from North Idaho and I grew up around guns, but you know, his dream is to, is, you know, to, to teach people about guns and gun safety and use his skills that he's learned in the military and that he's so passionate about. And he's, he's driven to just like pass that on and to do it in a way that he's really benefiting, you know, the 2A community and uh, getting more people into that and, um, you know, concealed carrying and protecting themselves. And, you know, so that that's his dream, you know, mm-hmm. training on on his skills like survival and, and shooting guns and whatever. And however he can do that, that's what he wants to do. Well, I'm here to support that because that supports my dream of, you know, having a cohesive family and, you know, providing for our family and, and being able to travel and having freedom to just, to just be a human being, like just live life. And yeah, so, so that's his dream is supporting my dream. And, and so I'm here to support him because it's making my dream come true too. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I grew up with my, my Christmas presents coming from the food bank. Like my kids aren't ever going to have that, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, I'll find some way to make them resilient in life and to, you know, but they, they don't have to be poor. You mm-hmm. know, so that, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And they have a loving dad and a loving mom and, you know, we get along well together. So I just, I couldn't ask for more. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about onward research real quick. So I actually didn't know that you guys had that business together 
until I started talking to you, Mike didn't mention it. He's been on the podcast, I think, twice now. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure he didn't mention it, which I was like, cool, way to market your stuff. <laughs> I know, I know. Like I said, he's not good at everything. But, <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, like you guys make uh, chest rigs and pouches and slings and stuff like that. And Mike helps design these, correct? Yeah. So uh, we started Onward Research because, you know, we f- we feel like YouTube could possibly not be a forever thing. And so we were like, okay, well, what are we, what are we going to do in order to keep running a business? And, you know, despite whatever happens with YouTube, good or bad. And, you know, Mike has always wanted to design gear for, you know, civilians and the military. And so he just really wanted to take all of those skills that he had learned from, you know, uh, reconnaissance and survival and, and, uh, you know, just all the practice that he's had shooting guns and, and his experience with the military and, and put it into products that are going to actually work. So I feel, I think he feels very fortunate to have all that information and, and to be able to put it into something that he's designed. Um, he's very proud of it and as he should be. So he designed, you know, the recce rig in order to be able to carry, you know, as many mags as you can while, uh, you know, being in the mountains. So carrying a a pack on your back. And so he took a long time to kind of design that and, you know, we got it in production. And so I think we started putting myself and another um, employee of ours at Onward Research. She is actually the wife of uh, Mike's videographer, uh, Micah Mayfield. So her name is Grace Mayfield. So her and I kind of, you know, started working on putting together Onward Research back in December of 2021. And then we launched our first, wait, uh, yeah, December of 2021. And then we launched our first drop of products, June of 2022. And we've just been going steady ever since. And it's been super fun. And so we have, I want to say eight employees, including Mike and I. And so, yeah, we're just Mike and I are trying to get better every day at being business owners. And, you know, we, we fail from time to time and, you know, our employees are, are really like bought in and, and they're super amazing and wonderful, but yeah, so they've, we've been designing patches and, um, you know, stickers and hats and t-shirts and, you know, slings and, uh, recce rigs and we'll come out. We have a, a lot of plans for some really great products ahead. Um, so we're super stoked about that, but Love we're it. just doing the best we can and, and trying to get all of Mike's designs out there. Cause like I said, he's the idea guy and he's got a lot of creativeness that he needs to put out into the world and using his skills. So yeah. it's very exciting. I'm looking at a patch right now on your website and it's uh, the I love science patch. And it says your scientists were so preoccupied with whether they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. <laughs> Cracks me <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, Mike comes up with all of the descriptions. So. Yeah, it's hilarious. I'm yeah, gonna take- he's got a little Grantham in there too. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm going to take a quick break real quick. Talk about Mantis. Mantis, they have their laser academy, and it's a really great visible way to train affordably and safely indoors with your firearm. Their standard kit comes with a choice of calibers for your laser, a carrying case, two tripods, and a phone holder. 
and then Target stands. And that's all included for $150. Or you could just get the portable kit for just $99. But it gives you everything that you need to practice with the smartphone app and improve your skills without the cost of ammo. Their system is the most robust one that I've ever seen, and it gives you tons of insights on your shooting. It gives you tips on, you know, what you're doing wrong, too much trigger finger, too little, slapping the trigger, and anything else. If you guys want to check these out, head on over to mantisx.com, and they are always adding more drills and stuff, so you really never get bored. I don't even think I've done all of the drills, to be honest with you, so lots of fun and definitely something that if you buy it, you won't regret it. Okay, so let's talk about the Sig Sauer Rose Retreat. It's kind of funny because we weren't really given that much information. Like I was just sent an email with an invite. You know, normally sometimes the email, it might have like, you know, CC and you could see like some of the people's names. You're like, oh, I recognize that name. Oh, okay, that girl's coming. Cool. You know, yeah, but it really didn't have much information. And I was like, okay, it's a retreat, like a women's retreat. And I don't know. And honestly, I didn't know that you were coming until I was talking to Mike and he randomly asked if I was going to the SIG event at the end of the month. And I was like, wait the women's thing. Cause I was like, what do you, do? I was like, you're going. And he's yeah. like, no, Ashley's going. And I was like, oh yes, finally. Like I know somebody who's going, but for not having any, like really any details, like only towards, I think like what, two weeks before the event, they sent an email that kind of gave you a little bit of an itinerary and like what to pack and including a dress for a gala. And then it was like range apparel. And they also included the restaurants that we were going to eat every night. And I got to say, I'm so glad that I went on that trip because I was like kind of like, uh, like sometimes I'll be honest, like I don't always love to travel and I hate being away from my dog. But I also kind of saw it as an opportunity to get to know more people in the industry, but also just make, you know, more acquaintances with women. And with me getting more into politics, I do think that ultimately women are going to like women and minorities. And like, I'll just be honest. I think that that's, who's going to change politics. And I really want to empower as many women as I possibly can and educate them because I think education is key to getting people to realize that, you know, guns are not the issue that it's much more complex than that. That's why I went, I was like, okay, you know, be the change that you want to see. But I didn't know what to expect. And I have to say, I was so freaking impressed and blown away. Like, would you, I mean, and I don't think I stand alone. I think everyone had a great time. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like, you know, they didn't have a lot of information on the actual event itself because they literally planned it within like, like, I want to say two months, you know, so they're, they're just putting together this Rose Sig Sour brand, Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, I, for the amount of time that they had to plan something like that, they, they knocked it out of, Oh, the absolutely. Literally. It was so fun. And it was, it just, they gave us a space as women in the gun industry to be vulnerable with each other, to not try to outcompete each other. Like, and I've never gotten, I, I grew up with three brothers and my dad, you know, my mom wasn't really there. And like when I was growing up you know, women, they were, they were cruel and they just were so competitive with each other. And I feel like it takes, 
I feel like it's taken a long time. It takes a while for women to grow out of that. Mm -hmm. And I just never felt like I had that, that kind of sense about me to be cruel or to be competitive with other women. And, but it kind of turned me off from being, you know, actively trying to seek out women that, you know, to be friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, So going to this event, it was so nice though. Like, like it, it gave us a chance to be vulnerable and open up and to just talk about, you know, like women in the gun industry and to talk about, you know, like, yes, we can conceal carry, but we also want to be fashionable. And, you know, we, in order to conceal carry, like you have to practice and you have to know what you're doing. And in order to take some of the fear out of concealed carrying or, you know, having a weapon on you at all times for protection, like, it just opened up so many conversations about that um, and to to not be afraid about it or to be afraid of doing something like that and protecting yourself, which is our right, mm-hmm. you know? So it just gave a space. And then also, you know, we went out, you know, to different restaurants and we had really good food and there were uh, charcuterie tables and like uh, not yeah. just board. Dude, the charcuterie. Yeah. I had to take a video (laughs) of that. Like everywhere. Actually, I think it was every night there was like a full on like charcuterie display and it was just like amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And the food was amazing. Like they had like coconut shrimp there. They had a build your own ramen table, like in all like they had you know, the, the rose sig sour, you know, uh, vinyl stickers on every place that they could put them. They decorated the, the doors of the elevator in, in the places that we walked in, like it was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And then, okay. So what I got out of it too, a lot other than just it being like a women's event was so everyone who works for sig sour, they, love working there. Mm -hmm. They enjoy being around each other. They're a great team with each other. You know, SIG is a, is a massive company. They've got like 3,200 employees and correct me if I'm wrong, but for them to be that big of a company and for their employees to feel that way about them still is so impressive to me. And that's something that I'm carrying, you know, into my own business. And that's something that I, that I want to, you know, that I want to carry on, um, and have happened to our business and for our employees to feel that way. So I was just very impressed with, with everybody there, the trainers, the women, the men, the, I mean, it's just big mm-hmm. is awesome. And the I fact agree. that they are supporting women in this way that they're like, okay, let's, let's make concealed carrying simple. Let's break it down and just give everybody the basics and a platform to start on, you know, and a, and a good foundation within concealed carrying and really with the mission of just taking the fear out of it. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful mission and I 100%, you know, stand by it. And, and yeah, you're right in the political climate that we have now and, and, you know, in any politics, I've been involved in politics before within the child welfare system and, you know, have contracted with the federal government in order to, to kind of uh, advocate for foster children. But within that realm, it's always, you know, women and minorities who are kind of leading the charge and who have this, you know, this fire for whatever we were, you know, advocating for. And I think, I think definitely we need, we need more women to get a fire lit under them and, and to, 
to give them a platform to stand on and to give them some encouragement to, uh, you know, yeah. uh, talk about concealed carrying and, and to advocate for policy changes and all of those things. And I, oh, there's such a war going on in the 2A community and it's, it's sad, but like, that's the time that like, we need to stand up and do something about it. And I'm, I haven't been super involved, but I am excited to get more involved. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Let's backtrack a little bit and just talk about some of the people that went on this trip. So I was under the impression that it was going to be industry people, which is typically what all these events are. It's like other content creators. And it wasn't really the case with this event. So essentially, I want to say man, there wasn't really that many content creators. There wasn't really that many people that are like work within the industry. It was wives who were married to SIG employees. They picked two women to go on this trip that were really active within the uh, SIG Sour Rose Facebook group. They chose a politician. Yes. Um, Yeah. Tulsi Gabbard was there trying to think what there was one girl there Lexi she rides dirt bikes and she yep. only just started kind of you know but actually a lot of these women that came they had never even shot a gun or they had very little experience there was also yes. women from 511 that didn't really have a lot of experience so I mean they took people from all over the U.S. and put them in this event and it was about an average of 30 women and talk about just, I mean, really getting to know, like getting a feel for, you know, everybody comes from like a different background and it was just really, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed getting to know them and hearing them out and just having, I mean, it was just really good conversations. Yeah. Okay. So we have all these women, let's go to, let's just talk about like what we did. So it was essentially, it was like three days we flew in. That's where you and I, we actually got on the same car picked up from the airport. I don't think that was planned. And that's because I couldn't find where they were picking up. (laughs) So I ended up in your car. (laughs) Hilarious. And I was like, yay, Ashley, thanks for saving me. (laughs) Well, it's funny because our driver was like, so we're going to pick up like an unplanned passenger. Like, And I was like, oh, I hope it's Ava. And it was you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I was like, howdy. <laughs> but anyway, so we got there a little early. We put our stuff in the hotel. We went for lunch. And then after that, we all went to dinner. We got went back to our hotels, really beautiful hotel and got ready and then went to dinner and we went to White Limousine, which I didn't realize, but it's like Dolly Parton's restaurant. I guess it's kind of hard to get into, but they rented the entire like top floor of the restaurant or maybe the entire restaurant, because actually when we were leaving, there was nobody in the lobby. So maybe yeah. they rented the entire thing. But that was so cool. I'm not like huge on pink. Like I like pink, but the whole restaurant was like pink and white. And they had this Dolly Parton impersonator who was just amazing. She was so good and so she sweet. Was so good. Yeah. Yeah. And she's actually like a singer in real life. Like she she has her own like Instagram and stuff. So I I followed her, but yeah, she's phenomenal. Yeah. She's a phenomenal Dolly Parton impersonator. Yeah, she was so talented. Dolly Parton, like right before we were we were at that event, like a couple days earlier, she and Dolly Parton invited her to come meet her because she's so good. Yeah, yeah. And what was it that she said at the end? She Dolly was like, "Okay, well, good luck, whether it's being you or being me." Yeah, she said that. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, because she was telling us about her experience. 
Yep. And then the next day we had breakfast and then kind of like an intro. And then we went to the range. Lena did an amazing job of teaching everyone on the range. So they divided it up into two groups. It was like 12 or 15 people, give or take, on the range. And then the other group went into the classroom. And Lena, I mean, it was really impressive. Like for her to take on that many women who really most of them didn't have that much experience. She did such an amazing job the way that she described everything. And Lena's so great. Like she's so approachable and so well liked. And she just has a great personality. And is so knowledgeable. Yeah, she made everything easy. She broke it down. You know, um, Mm -hmm. I've had so much instruction from from Mike out on our range and, you know, out in the open and stuff. But, you know, being a woman and being smaller, like you really do have to have like a different stance. And it's just something that I, I couldn't learn from Mike. And so the biggest thing that I realized is that like, I need to get more instruction outside of Mike because he, you know, he and I are going to have to do different things in order to reach the same goal. So, Mm -hmm. you know, having that instruction from Lena right there, it was like, I was like, Oh my God, like I've never shot like this, you know, before. And so I feel so much more confident. And even I, so I've been an instructor for 10 years and even I learned something new, which was the stance so I've always taken a more of an isosceles stance where my feet are shoulder width apart. And yeah. instead she was like, okay, you know, take one step, essentially like the size of a foot, your foot in front of the other. And yeah. so your left foot would be a little bit further, about a foot, you know, further. And then you're going to take a wider stance. So not just, I guess, shoulder width apart, but just a little bit more out past your hips. And I was like, okay, this is, and that's how I initially started shooting. And then I eventually was taught like, no, the isosceles is the best position. You want that box stance position, but it makes sense, especially if you're trying to absorb that recoil, because I noticed in a lot of my videos when I'm shooting and I'm in the isosceles position, I'm just kind of rocking back and forth and it's, it's hard not to. So, well, I mean, plain as day women just aren't as strong as yeah i know we could argue all day long like oh we're similar but at the end of the day physically we're not i mean there there are apparent differences between men and women right like so we've got to do things like differently in order to get to the same goal like i said before and like i so lena when she was when she was helping me with my stance she's like you got to lean forward more like lean into it in order to yeah compensate for that recoil And it made such a difference. Like, and those are just things that Mike could not have taught me because he is an incredible, you know, shooter, right? Mm -hmm. He's, I mean, he's Grantham, but, um, (laughs) okay, girl, keep it in your pants. And (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he, this guy practices and practices and practices and practices. Like he's proficient, right. In any, in all sense of the word. But there's things because I am biologically different than him that, you know, as a woman shooter, like he cannot teach me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Lena just did such a great job in, in explaining like, you know, why we need to take these extra steps and why we need to have a different stance. And, you know, when she was just getting into competitive shooting, you know, everybody was looking at her stance and being like, wow, that's so weird. That's so weird. That's so weird. And, you know, she's a world champion, Mm -hmm. right? Like competitive shooter. And so obviously like it works for her and they're just chalking it up to, oh, it just works for her, you know? And 
but no, like the things that she has to teach us will work for, will work for many women. And we're not going to have the exact same stance as her or as, you know, another individual, we have to find what works for us. Mm -hmm. But Lena, Lena's instruction just gives like a good, like base of like, okay, well let's start here. And then let's have some failure points so that we can make changes and we can bring you to success within Mm -hmm. Uh, within uh, concealed carrying and shooting and practicing and target practice. Yep. But I think you were in a different group than I was, right? Yeah. In the- oh, gee, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for noticing that I wasn't like well, you. Well, so, <laughs> okay. So I don't know if you, because then you wouldn't have seen this happen, but I'm used to shooting outdoors on our range. And I'm used to having like electrical, you know, head, um, headgear, mm-hmm. ear pro. So when we were indoors in the indoor shooting area and there's, you know, 12 women or 11 other women standing beside you. And we're all, we're all, you know, taking rounds towards the target. I did not know this about myself, but apparently I like, I am afraid of like loud noises or something. I'm still trying to figure out what the issue is. So that's actually very normal. So when I first started shooting for years, I only shot outdoors and then I joined a indoor gun range and yeah. it took me a good like two years to stop jumping every time the person in the lane next to me would shoot. Now it doesn't even phase me, but I think it's just yeah. instinct. It's like it's our instinct to just, you know, be kind of more alert and to react to that noise because it's yeah. not a pleasant noise. And, and, and that's why, you know, it's really important. Like when you, if you're a new shooter, especially like double up, use the foamies, use then over the ear and it just, it makes it so much more pleasant. But yeah, I think it's just one of those things you just eventually kind of get used to it, but it it took me, I'm I'm telling you at least a year and a half to two years before I stopped jumping. And I was even teaching at the time and my student would go and shoot and I'd kind of like jump a little bit. I'm like, I hope hopefully nobody saw that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I didn't, I didn't double up on ear pro that time. And like, I didn't have the foamies in. I just had, you know, the over the earmuffs and, and we were shooting the nine millimeter instead of the 380. Yeah. And so it was much louder. And, you know, the person, the woman next to me, her casings were hitting my face. Yeah. That's never pleasant. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was, it was not pleasant. So, you know, we were letting off like five rounds at a time and then two and then three or whatever. And is my stress response. So like, I did not have, you know, the best childhood and my stress response is my throat starts to close up. So I, my throat was literally closing up after we got out of the, mm. out of the, um, the range portion of it. And we were in the store and Lena looked at me, she's like, are you okay? And I was like, I cannot breathe. Like, I don't know what happened in there, but like the loud noises just scared mm. the living out of me. And she literally like, she hugged me and she just like had me breathe for a little bit and like, just breathe in and out. She was talking. I can't even remember what she was saying to me, but, oh man. And it, it takes like a few hours for my throat to just like get back to normal, but I hadn't felt that way in a very long time. So it was kind of traumatizing for me, but it only, and I think some people would run away from that, but it only gave me this sense of like, okay, I need to figure this out and I need to get over this and I need to get back into an indoor shooting range and continue to practice indoors. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's, so that's what I'm going to do, but 
Well, I think also, I think identifying it and realizing it. And I, I think, again, like we take away fear by educating ourselves. And I think that you're doing an excellent job already just by, you know, okay, this is the problem. This is how I reacted. And yeah. realizing like, okay, yeah, you're probably going to get hit with hot casings. Sometimes it's your own hot casings. It doesn't tickle. It's not going to kill you. Yes, there's yeah. a loud noise. It's unpleasant. But there's ways to, you know, double up on ear pro. That kind of helps. But also just realizing that, you know, nothing bad is going to happen where it just kind of comes with the territory. So I am yeah. proud of you for, you know, for being like, okay, we're going to conquer this fear. So good for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I uh, it really opened my eyes and I just like it just gave me even more fuel to get better. And, you know, I'm not the most experienced shooter. You know, I'm Grantham's wife, but <laughs> that doesn't make, mean that I'm, you know, mm-hmm. amazing shooting. You know, I was pregnant the last three years of my life. And, yeah. you know, for most of Mike and I's marriage, I haven't been able to go out and practice. So, you know, I'm just I'm so excited to get better. And Honestly, I think this Rose event with all of these women, like it just could not have come into my life in a better time. And I think it was so meant to be. And apparently life is just, it's, you know, bringing me in this direction of being more involved in the gun industry. And I'm literally, I'm falling in love with it. Like it's insane. It's insane. And I never, ever thought that this would be my life, that I would be here right now. Good. (laughs) I'm yeah. going to take another quick break. Talk about gators. They are one of my newest sponsors, and I'm so excited to partner up with them. They just have some like amazing iPro. And what I love about it is so right now their iPro is more it's like it's it's for men or it could be unisex, but they don't have a line for women. I'm not hinting at anything, but maybe I'm hinting at something. But with that said, what I do love about it, even though a lot of their iPro is made for male faces, I have the ability to make adjustments so I can move the nose pieces accordingly. So if it's sitting low, okay, no big deal. I move the nose piece out a little bit. I push it together, you know, and it like sits up a little bit higher. It has like a really high quality aluminum frame and I can kind of bend it accordingly to fit my face. And they have such, I don't know, I think they have like over 10 different models to choose from, different lenses, and they look good. And so what I love about it is I could literally just be, you know, driving, have my iPro on and then just go straight to the range, like walk into my car, go onto the range. And I don't have to worry about changing out my iPro because it looks really good and it's still, you know, ballistically covering you. So it's just, I don't know, it's a win-win. Really happy to partner with them. I would highly recommend checking them out if you guys are looking for a quality iPro and you can get 15% off if you use the URL, which is Gators, G-A-T-O-R-Z, dot com forward slash Ava. And there's also a link in the show notes. Okay. So let's talk about what else. All right. So we did the white limousine the next day. We had kind of a fairly similar day where, well, I guess not. We didn't have a similar day because that was the first night. So the next morning we wake up, have breakfast, go to the range after the range. What did we cover? It was, oh, oh, we had lunch and then we had like a fashion show. No, that was the second or that was the third day. 
Oh yeah. So you're right. I was like, I was like, wait, I'm remembering the fashion. No. So the the second day we went over so different holsters. Crossbreed holster was really generous and donated a bunch of holsters that fit the P365 rows. And then we oh, yeah. so we practiced either it, you could have worn the, the holster anyway. It was a Kydex holster. It was kind of like a hybrid. Um, so it had that like larger backing. And then there was also fanny packs. Depending if you had belt loops or not, you could use the fanny pack. But we practiced drawing from it. And Lena taught us how to do it, you know, without, you know, making sure there are non-dominant hand got in the way when we were drawing from the holster and so forth. And that yep. was really helpful. And, and we took all of the things that we learned um, in her instruction in the uh, in the range portion, and we applied it to conceal carrying with a fanny pack. Mm-hmm. So everything that we learned, she went step by step, and it was all the same. And she was like, "Okay, now remember this and this and this. Now let's apply it to conceal carrying." And she did that. And then also, um, Arrowhead Tactical they provided belts. For oh us. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Arrowhead Tactical makes these women's and men's joggers that um, have belt loops on the inside and they created a belt specifically to go with their garments and you can attach the holster to the inside of your garment. Um, Yeah. Check out their Instagram if you guys are wondering what Ashley is talking about because you're just like, wait a minute, joggers, sweatpants, and you can have a belt inside. And it's very like at first when you see it, you're like, well, wait, what? Because we're just not used to yeah. saying that. But it was actually like really it was a smart design. And, and it's comfortable. Yeah. I was just going to say, because yeah. you tried them on. And yeah, they're so comfortable. And, and Mike wears joggers all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And then, so then that night we went to, was it called the underground? Uh, yeah, the underground. And it was right on the main street. What is the main street called in Nashville? Uh, Broadway. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Broadway. So that was fun because we were able to, you know, get like a, a feel for Nashville. And this is my first time in Nashville, which is another reason that I was like, oh, I really want to go on this trip because I've been dying to go to Nashville and so yeah. on Broadway, there's all these like bars with all this live music. And I love live music. And the place called the Underground, they rented the entire top and just really outdid themselves with all the food. But then they had somebody come in and teach us how to line dance, which was a very comical because I can shoot a gun <laughs> well. But as far as dancing, I am not a dancer at all. I'm so uncoordinated. <laughs> I, I was, did you see my story about like the, some of the pictures they took? Like my no. face was just so bewildered. Okay. I just kept bumping into everyone that I was around when everyone was going right. I was going left and I just kept bumping into everyone and uh, it was so bad. Well, and then like I was trying to follow the instructor and I was, I place myself at the front of the line like to so I could see the instructor the whole time Mm -hmm. but somehow I ended up in the second row and I I fumbled so hard after that but I was just having fun I was like you know what it doesn't matter absolutely and that's what I I I wanted to learn because I hate like I'm at this age now where it's like it's not fun to just sit down and watch I want to be in it I want to have fun I want to laugh at myself and who yeah. cares? Like if people are judging you, let them judge you. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. I don't really care anymore. I'm I'm very comfortable in my own skin that Good. you know, whatever. Yeah. And life's too short not to have fun, you know? Like yep. laugh at yourself, laugh with people. And if you can get yes. some sort of 
you know, dopamine kick by dancing yeah. and being silly. Cool. Go after it. So, well, and it was just so fun because I think like mo like all of, if most of them, if not all had the same, the same mentality. So like, you know, we were just a bunch of women who didn't know how to line dance, who were, who were figuring it out. Yeah. But some were much better than others. I was like, okay. (laughs) Well, I know, uh, some chick who shoots, that's her, you know, her name is Paige. Paige, she grew up as a, she did dance. So. Oh, I I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I grew up playing flag football. Right. Wrestling with my brothers. I, I don't know how to dance at all. So. (laughs) I like know. I'm good at sports, but dancing is not one thing that I'm good at. So, uh, you should see me twerk. It's, Oh, I can't even, I'm just like, how do people <laughs> even do that with their butts? Like I, I'm like, uh, yeah, it's so awkward. I'm the worst at it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, so your friend, you brought another friend, Ashley, who is a freaking amazing. Yes. She's so sweet, but she was Dude, drinking this, phenomenal. like she is, I really enjoyed her. I really enjoyed getting to know her. But she was drinking this drink. It was like deep Eddie's vodka with like ginger beer. And I was like, maybe I'll drink that. And it just went down way too smooth. And next thing I know, we're downstairs and we're all riding the mechanical bull, which was hilarious. And <laughs> I so I'll I'll be more public about it now. But and I have not shared this on any of my platforms because it was more of a safety reason. But I recently hurt my shoulder So I've not been able to shoot for about five weeks now. And in one more week, I'll be cleared to finally shoot. But I should not have rode the mechanical bull. And I did not shoot, unfortunately, when everyone was on the range. I stayed off to the sidelines and, you know, just listened and watched. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to shoot the guns. But yeah, so riding the mechanical bull the next day I was like what was I thinking that was really dumb I could have gotten hurt and then I'd be yeah, all I over was again that watching you and I was like well she's a she's an adult she knows what she's no doing. you should have stopped me Ashley you should have been like drunk bitch get off the freaking mechanical bull <laughs> okay next time I'll I'll, uh, I'll be a better friend I really appreciate that, that. <laughs> yeah so I but it was fun. Everyone, for the most part, got on and it was just, you know, it made for a good video. And then then, then- yeah, I got on there. And so my dad actually used to be like a Bronco rider, but I've never tried to even like ride a bull before. But I actually did pretty good. Did you? Well, yeah, actually, you did. I, I was yeah. like, wait, did I see you? And yeah, some people did really well. Like Lena also did really well. Dude, um, Lena was rock star. I think I lasted like two seconds, but. Whatever. Yeah, no big deal. All I remember, all I remember though, it too is like I just kept saying "yeehaw." <laughs> <laughs> oh, alcohol! <laughs> the crowd hyped and everything, and then every time somebody would fall off the bowl, there was like ten to eleven women who did this, by the way. And also, the VP of marketing for Sig Sauer got on the. Bowl I know well. that was really and every funny. Every time somebody would fall off, the the guy who was he was like the head of security at the at the bar. Um, but he was running the bowl and every time somebody would fall off, he'd be like, okay, get back on. And everybody in our crowd would be like, get back on that bowl. Yeah. Just fun. And we were clapping and cheering for each other. And it was, it was great. And you didn't have to be good at it. We were all just like, all of us women were just hyping each other up and it was, it was phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Uh, let's see. You know what? Since we're, I mean, we're still talking about this, but I'm going to take another quick break. We're going to skip around from some segments, but BSF Barrels. 
if you guys want to bring your AR to the next level, a great place to start is obviously with your barrel. BSF barrels, they make some incredible carbon fiber tension barrels. What that means is they're built with a very low profile barrel, but they have a carbon fiber sleeve and tension on the barrel, which gives it the rigidity of a bull barrel without the weight. For comparison, like a standard M4 profile 16-inch barrel weighs about 28 ounces. A BSF 16-inch 223 Wild barrel weighs only 23.7 ounces. And it's got the rigidity of a like 0.875-inch bull barrel. I've built several of my rifles with BSF barrels. My patrons have used them as well. It kind of just made sense to, you know, start working with them. It also it just looks really cool. I love the carbon fiber look. But if you guys want to check them out, it's bsfbarrels.com. Remember to use the code ELITE15, all one word. That's going to get you 15% off. Then the last day, we went back to the range. We learned how to clean our guns, take it apart, which I think was really helpful because a lot of people have never done that. And I think the thought of doing so, taking your gun apart, I know I used to get really nervous about it when I first started out because... I'm like, I'm going to be that jerk that just shows up to the gun store with a box full of gun parts and be like, I can't get my gun back together. It was, you know, really nice to just figure out like to, you know, that they showed us exactly what parts to clean, what not to clean, what areas to avoid. Angel from SIG, he's a SIG rep. He taught us that section and he was just a lot of fun. And then after that, we went back, had lunch and then they did a fashion show and they had Vertex clothing and 511 and then the company that makes the sweatpants. And what were what was their name again? Arrowhead Tactical. Arrowhead Tactical. Yeah. They were a really cute couple. They were very young and they yeah, created it's a this husband and wife that that runs that company. Yeah. It was, I mean, like it was pretty impressive what they're doing. But a lot of the SIG employees did a fashion show, which is really funny, but it was cool just to see like all the different options and the ways that you can conceal. And then later on that night, we had a gala. And this was one that I was like, I wasn't even sure what to bring. I was like, I don't even know if I own a long gown. Because when you think gala, you're like, okay, I got to dress up like I'm going to prom. And I ended up with some purple dress that kind of made me look like Barney. But I was like, whatever, it works. It fits my body. We're going with it. (laughs) Beautiful. You look gorgeous. Thank you. So did you. Everyone looked really gorgeous. I like everyone just, yeah, it was beautiful and it was a beautiful event. They rented out this space that I can't think of what the name is off the top of my head, but it's like a wedding venue. And they had a guy there playing live music. He was incredible and it was just decorated so beautifully. And it was just, I don't know, it was so memorable. And I'm so glad that I went on this trip, but that was the last night. And then Amazing. And yeah. we tried to, uh, all of us tried to remember all the line dancing moves we learned the night before. Yeah. It literally, I think, took us all 30 minutes to get it together. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I actually tried to remember yesterday in my kitchen. I was, a oh, song came yeah. on and I was like, I can line dance to this. And I was like, I don't even remember this. <laughs> if you, you know what, we should sign up for some line dancing classes and we can. I know. I know. It would be fun. I mean, it's easy enough. I think with a little bit of practice, we'll be like pros in no time. Yeah. You and Ashley and I, we'll just, the three of us will go on like a girl's trip and we'll just specifically four line dancing. Yes. That would actually be a lot of fun. We should do that. (laughs) All right. 
Yeah. So I guess that wraps up this segment, but I do want to shout out, you know, Sig Sauer. Thank you so much for including Ashley and I. We made some really good contacts and friendships that, I mean, I think we'll both agree are just ultimately priceless. So really appreciate, you know, the experience and the memories and just their generosity. I mean, they did not skip a beat for them pulling this event together even if it was last minute, I mean, you would never know. I mean, just the details that went into this. It was really impressive. And also for SIG to be so behind one of their, you know, women shooters that, you know, she comes up to them, she has this idea and they're 100% on board, like, and for them to support her mission and, and bring her vision to life is, and support her in that way is incredible. So Absolutely. congratulations to Lena. Like you're a phenomenal human being. Thank you for having, for caring about this and, uh, you know, just making a difference in the world. And uh, we haven't even seen what that's going to turn out to be. So, yeah. Uh, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yep. Yeah. We'll forever be a SIG fan. Yeah. After this. Right. Yep. I know. Yeah. And then also kind of going back to you, Ashley. So, or is there any like future plans that you can share with us? Are you guys, are you going to NRA? Uh, we are not going to NRA. Uh, honestly, I, I haven't, since I've been married to Mike, I don't think he's been to any of the NRA, um, events. Uh, we usually just go to shot show and, um, you know, and then the rest of the, he makes all of his contacts there. And then the rest of the year, you know, he's just focused on, you know, uh, researching and making videos and, um, Mm -hmm working on honored research. So we have some cool plans for honored research and, you know, for the shooting range that we just bought the piece of land in Idaho that we just bought, but, you know, so we're still working on all of that and getting all of that together. So we do have some cool plans for that. And we'll let everybody know either through the honored research, Instagram, or, you know, Grantham's Instagram or YouTube. So as we get all of that put together, you'll, you guys will know about it. Okay, cool. And then what is your Instagram so that people can follow you? <laughs> my Instagram is ashkubz, A-S-H-K-U-B-Z. My maiden name is Coober, so that's where that camp comes from. And I just don't plan on changing my handle. So. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, Grantham's wife. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, but I, I like to think of myself not just as Grantham's wife, but, you know, just you know, we're in love and we're just building this dream together. And, uh, you know, we have kids together and stuff. So yeah, just mostly you can, I think people like to follow me just because it, it does give them some insight of like, you know, who, who Mike Jones really is. Mm -hmm. Um, I just post what I normally would post without all of those followers. So I'm not really trying to like, you know, kind of promote anything but yeah. so you won't get any ads or promotions it's literally just mike and i's life so <laughs> and your babies yeah i love it and my babies uh sunny and beck are just they're, they're cute. so wonderful. they're so cute yeah and we have um you know uh mike's older kids from a previous marriage uh kaylee and david they're they're wonderful too but you won't see as much of them on there they they like to be more private so we we respect that um mm-hmm. So we get to hang out with them a lot and, uh, we moved closer to them after Mike retired from the military. So we're just happy to be one big, happy family and, uh, we get to enjoy each other more. So that's been really fun. Good. Yeah. All right. Perfect. All right. So politics, 
Attorney General Merrick Garland petitioned the Supreme Court for a writ of sorority to settle the circuit court split decisions on bump stocks. Four cases have been filed regarding the bump stocks. The government won cases in the D.C. Circuit Court and the Tenth Circuit. The Sixth Circuit had an 8-8 tie in the en banc panel, which left the lower courts ruling in favor of the DOJ in place. Cargyle versus Garland in the Fifth Circuit in Texas, though, had different results. Michael Cargyle recently won the case against the ATF's illegal rule on bump stocks 13 to 3 before the en banc panel. The Fifth remanded the case back to the district court in favor of Mr. Cargyle and issued relief. Basically, that means that we have portions of the country where bump stocks are legal and then in other parts they aren't. DOJ appealed the ruling to SCOTUS, asking for the decision to be stayed while SCOTUS decides the case. While SCOTUS has taken very few two-way cases in the last few decades, this one they pretty much have to like take up because the rule on the bump stocks is different in different parts of the country. The good thing is, given SCOTUS's clear directions in Bruin and the EPA case, which specifically spells out that agencies are forbidden from predatory rulemaking changes and effectively rewriting the law like they are doing here. This case potentially will give a big impact on the ATF's new rules on frames and receivers and pistol braces since they use the same illegal methods of changing the rules. Though it's likely SCOTUS will grant certiorari That's a freaking word that I'm not used to saying. In this case, it's not certain. There's also no guarantee that they're going to grant the DOJ's request stay. If they do take it up, there's no timeline on a ruling either. So stay tuned uh, because this is likely to be the case where the dominoes fall one way or the other on these illegal rule changes. Pretty interesting to see. Caldwell. If you're looking for a great rest to shoot from, definitely check out the Precision Turret Shooting Rest. It's different from the lead sled. So instead, this is like a short, heavy-duty tripod where you can clamp any rifle into it. It swivels, pans, and tilts to engage targets quickly while still having a solid rest. As a 22-inch of length adjustment, and the clamp goes up to 5.5 inches wide for clamping your forend, The front leg has up to a six inch of vertical adjustment and the ball bearing systems lets you pan up to 58 degrees. MSRP on these is $149.99, but if you use the code GUNFUNNY10, all one word, you're going to get 10% off your entire order. And that is caldwellshooting.com. Q&A. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just kidding. Visit gunfunny.com forward slash contact to submit yours. Today's question of the day, how does the rose shoot? Well, unfortunately, like I said, I just admitted I've not been able to shoot for five weeks. So any of the stuff that you guys are seeing with me shooting, unfortunately, is old content. And actually, I didn't elaborate as to why I wasn't public about this, but I wasn't public about it because I live alone and it was more of a safety concern for me. So I didn't want to go out and be like, Hey guys, right now it's, I mean, I could, if, if my life depended on it, obviously I would, you know, I could shoot, but it was one of those things where I just really wanted to heal. 
and not put myself in danger. So I just wasn't public about it. Unfortunately, because of that, and it's another week and I cannot wait to shoot. This has been like the longest freaking few weeks of my life, but I wasn't able to shoot it. But Ashley, you were, and we were given the opportunity to shoot the 380 and the nine millimeter. And I'm curious, like how you felt about both of those. You know, I got to practice with the nine millimeter out on the open range in Idaho. And I had a, it, I mean, for being a new shooter, I can't exactly compare like other, other pistols with this one. And I've maybe only shot like two or three others, but it's smooth and it's easy to learn on, which it's exactly the reason why. I think Lena chose these two pistols and giving people an option between a 380 and a nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. The 380 is definitely like less recoil of col- of course, cause it's smaller, but you know, it holds less rounds. It holds 10 rounds instead of 12, like the nine millimeter, but the nine millimeter has a compensator on it on the Rose edition, which I don't think that the usual six hour 365, nine millimeter has, mm-hmm. um, but Lena wanted that on there. And so I think it's the Rose edition nine millimeter is a good option. If you want to, if you want a slightly bigger concealed carry that has a lot of, a little bit more power, a little bit more kick, but you have the compensator on there to help with that. So, and it goes along with the stance. So I think as, as long as you're practicing and, uh, you know, getting comfortable with it, I think it's going to be a, a, an easy, an easy gun to kind of learn on and, mm-hmm get comfortable with. So yeah, I I like it a lot, honestly. And both guns were just really easy to conceal as well. They're, they have just a very slim profile and they feel good in my hand. I do have the, like the original P365X and I really like that. So yeah, see, we're twins. Um, Yeah. Well, and I think that's, that's also why I got invited because Mike told them that I was conceal carrying the, the, P365X mm-hmm. and they sent me the rose and they asked me if I wanted to go. But um yeah, I so I was practicing with with that in the beginning and then but definitely with the compensator on there, it's it is it is easier. Mm-hmm. Like just you know, and especially if you're practicing, but and I may switch back to my original one, but for right now I think I'm gonna practice with the rose edition and get proficient and then move on to something bigger, maybe. But um, for concealed carrying purposes, it's, it's fairly easy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. IWI. If you're looking for a great all around full size pistol, definitely check out the Masada. It's one of my favorites in this class and you get a ton of features for the price. It's optic ready. It comes with four adapter plates for the most common red dots. The only thing that I've changed on mine is the sights after I put a red dot on it so that I can co-witness with the irons, which I just really like. If you want to change out the sights, it uses the SIG pattern sights. It also has a pretty awesome trigger straight from the factory. And best of all, it's only 480. And you could also, if you want to go tactical, they have the tactical model with a threaded barrel. And that also is MSRP of 480, which I have both. I like them both. Just a really awesome gun. And if you want to check out more about that, head on over to IWI.us. If you find anything in their web store, use the code GUNFUNNY15, all one word, and that's getting you 15% off your entire order. Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. 
Love it? Hate it? Find out now. Today in Tacti Talk, Glock just introduced the G28. And I mean, it's kind of new. The Gen 3 G28 has been on the market overseas for years, but basically impossible to get in the U.S., which I didn't know that. Glock's getting around this by producing a limited run of G28s in their Samira, Georgia facility. Hopefully, am I saying that right? Smyrna? Smyrna? I've never Uh, heard of that part of Georgia. (laughs) You see. (laughs) Smyrna. It's S-M-Y-R-N-A. Well, anyways, they're getting around from this, so they're producing it in that part of Georgia, (laughs) which I didn't know they had a facility there. But if you're a Glock collector, uh, you'll have the option to collect that elusive G28 soon. I have to click on this picture because I want to see what it looks like. It's basically like a Glock 26, but it's chambered in 380 and it's just a hair smaller and lighter. But I'm wondering, so is it double stack or is it single stack? Because if it was single stack, then that might be great for people who have like really, really tiny hands because it has just a very short grip. Yeah. But actually, so capacity is 10 plus one. Hmm. Yeah, it looks it looks uh, like a smaller profile. I'm scrolling down. Of course, it doesn't stay. So maybe they'll have that at NRA, and I'll have to check it out because I'm not entirely sure. Is it Smyrna? <laughs> We're still on that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, girl. I gave up. <laughs> yeah, Smyrna. Oh, I know. I, yeah, I've never. I'm like, where have I been? <laughs> I don't know if you guys are listening to this and you live in Georgia and you're just like (laughs) so disgusted right now with us trying to attempt to pronounce this. I get it. I totally understand you have every right to be. And I apologize. (laughs) If anybody knows, we would gladly love to be corrected on this. Yeah, absolutely. I know. (laughs) If I'm ever introduced this word again, I would like to know how to pronounce it and not look like an idiot. But MSRP is typical Glock prices. I think it'll be, you know, around $500. And yeah, so I guess we'll see. I think it is a limited production. They're doing a limited run on it. So we will see. But yeah, I'm going to check it out at NRA. I'm going to NRA, which is on the, uh, I think it's the 14th, 15th, and 16th, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I'm just going to support my sponsors and trying to get in as media. I'm not an NRA member, but I I still stand by the fact that I'm like, Wayne LaPierre just needs to go. And until he does, like, I'm just not supporting NRA, unfortunately, yeah, because my- we need to. But yeah, I mean, we try to stay out of it and just kind of do our own thing and still yeah. be supportive of QA. And yeah, so it's hard. Yeah. It's like, you know, but yeah. Yeah, it's difficult because I, I think like, you know, the NRA, you know, they have the they have so much potential. I mean, they were doing so well. And I just, I'm just yeah. really not a fan of Wayne LaPierre. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, uh, you know, companies head in that direction and they get to, or, you know, organizations that get too big and they lose sight of some very valuable morals and ethics mm-hmm. and all yeah. the things that just happens. But, you know, yeah, all of that. So as we get more into, professional you know development and everything like we just got to keep that in mind that you know 
NRA is a good example as to why you got to stick to your morals and absolutely. Yeah, I could. Oh. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. But yeah. So, anyways, guys, the Glock twenty eight. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will. I'll keep everyone posted. I'll check it out. I'm curious to see if it is single stack or double stack because I can't tell just by looking at the picture. Franklin Armory. If you haven't gone binary yet, definitely you need to. It's like a whole new level that I personally can't get enough of. I would say if you haven't yet and you're just like, okay, you want to get your feet wet, I would start out with the AR trigger. It's super easy to change out since it drops in just like a normal AR trigger job. And they come with enhanced buffer springs for enhanced flexibility. And it works in most AR platforms and calibers, including 5.56, 308, 9mm, rimfire, and others. And if you guys are interested in choosing, you go to their website and you're thrown off by the AR-S1 or the AR-C1. It took me a little while to figure out what the difference is. It's literally the difference of a straight trigger or a curved trigger, but both of these are on sale right now for $386.99. But if you use the code AVA, that's A-V-A, you're going to get 10% off your entire order, and that is franklinarmory.com. And wrapping up the show, so we have two reviews. I appreciate you guys all writing reviews. So, Ashley, pay attention because I'm going to have you either select the first or the second as a winner to win a prize pack. First review is from one underscore white underscore ton. And it's titled Great Show, five stars. Always enjoy listening to the podcast. It makes Mondays better. Enjoy hearing about all the new products available. You should definitely wear a red shirt with a picture of a pistol slash rifle on it next time you testify. Because <laughs> I joked because moms demand action, they all wear red, which one, red is our color. But I also think it would be just hilarious if we all started wearing red and we were testifying because it would throw off their entire marketing ploy. And I just think it would be funny. Uh, that would be hilarious. I mean, right? It kind of would. And here they're like thinking like, oh, you're on their side. And then you get up to testify and they're just like mortified. So. Yeah. 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 And, I don't and, know. And... Like, it, I think I don't know, because I, I know like Diana Muller from DC Project. She wants everyone to wear teal. But I'm just like, wouldn't it just be hilarious, though, if everyone just started wearing red? It would be the easiest way to just screw their marketing scheme over. Yeah, totally. You should do it. I know. I think about it. Yeah, throw uh, them off a little bit. I know. And it's it's weird because, you know, in these times, like the loudest voices, it always seems like there's so much support, but mm -hmm. but there's not. There's not. Yeah. No. I think I think honestly, we do have more support on our side. And people are living their lives, you know, people are living their lives and doing their own thing and, you know, not being as active, which is wild about it, you know, yeah, which is ultimately now kind of screwing us over. So yeah, unfortunately, but yeah. Yeah. So, yep. We have to have new tactics. And yeah. I think being funny in that way is a good, healthy, safe tactic to take. So yeah, do it. Yeah. Second review is Ray underscore M underscore Kernan title hold my guns episode five stars i really enjoyed this episode great conversation about a great organization excited to see them accomplish their 2023 goals while supporting and providing resources to americans in a safe and confidential way they do all caps do care about the people and their safety and mental health taking away the judgment and shame 
We'll be sharing the show for others to listen and get educated as well. Thank you, Ava, for hosting fabulous guests and educating others on firearms and safety. All right, Ashley, now the big question, the first review or the second? I really love that in the first review, they gave you the idea of wearing a red shirt with a picture of a pistol. But I also really love the second comment where they're just, you know, so supportive and saying that they were going to share the podcast. So it's really difficult. Okay. You know what? Um, We're just, let's just pick both. We're going to pick both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Both. (laughs) You guys both get prizes. This is what happens when Ashley Jones comes on the podcast. Yes. She's acting like she's Oprah over here. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be nice to everybody. (laughs) All right, guys. So just contact me, go to gunfunny.com, click on the contact us form and let me know that you're the winner and send me a good mailing address. And now it's time to wrap up. If you guys want to support the show, consider becoming a Patreon. That automatically enters you into a giveaway for Blown Deadline. He's giving away a $300 gift certificate to a lucky Patreon each month. He does Cerakote jobs, which are super impressive. Also want to thank the $25 Patreons who are Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran, 8888, Sick Holsters, Justin Paulson, Jason Anderson, Daniel Chedwell, Keith Calamore, Daniel Lee, Nick Theodosian, Tristan Smith, and Melissa Ridings. And King of the Patreon is still Jon Snow. And Ashley, thank you again so much for your time. I appreciate you letting me get to know you more. Keep up the great work. Keep Mike in line. We appreciate it. And (laughs) will you just let listeners know once again, you know, where they could follow you on social media? Yeah, you can follow me at the handle at AshCoobs, A-S-H-K-U-B-Z on Instagram. And that's about it, Instagram. All right, cool. All right, guys. Well, I will see you next week. And Ashley, thanks again. And don't be a stranger. Definitely, we need to start planning like our girls trip where we're, you know, learning how to dance and all that good stuff. Yeah, Ashley and I were talking about uh, wanting to go hunting. So um, getting hunting licenses and like really just like starting out with like a turkey hunt, maybe. So let's figure it out. Yeah, definitely. I'm so down. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Uh huh. Of course. Bye. Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.